people in general fall prey to such uh, things, uh, games or uh, wh- whatever you may want to call it. So there's a potentially, potentially dangerous social media game which has been linked to 113 deaths in Russia. It's said to be making its way to South Africa. The Blue Whale game is an online game which targets teenagers by enticing them to commit suicide. So after downloading the app on a smartphone or computer, the user is then assigned tasks, including self-harm, watching horror movies and waking up at odd times. So on the 50th and final day, the user is then encouraged to commit suicide. To tell us more about this phenomenon, we're on the line to Russell Luck, a technology attorney at uh, Swift Tech Law. A very good evening to you, and thank you so much for speaking to us. By the way, is it accurate to talk about it as a phenomenon at this stage? I can see so. Um, yeah, it's, um, that, that's a very broad and open-ended question. What we do find is that there's a lot of fake news on the subject. A lot of the stuff that I'm going to tell you this evening don't ask how I find out this information. A lot of it is verified. Some of it isn't. For example, there weren't actually 130 deaths, although it's all over the newspaper. To our understanding, it's in the region of 17 to 24 deaths. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I can tell you more about the game because there's a lot of misconceptions out there. I haven't played it. It's not available in South Africa. But I have very good techie sources on what it's about. Okay, so before we, we get to the actual game, is it, has it arrived in South Africa? Is anybody using it in South Africa? And has it had any negative effects? So, so, no, so the way it works is it's not a downloadable app. What you do is you start using hashtags, which now there's a meta tags, where you start saying it's either Blue Whale or Blue Whale Challenge. And then from those, you'll be then contacted privately on social media by people who will then, and these are, these are generally in Russia, um, these are called secret administrators, and they draw you into something called um, a sea of blue whales, um, a sea of whales, sorry. So, so it's not in South Africa yet. Uh, I guess if you really, I mean, the where I found this information out, and there are ways that you can kind of trick the system, but it's very high level if you want to get in. So not quite in South Africa yet, but a really sus techie person would be able to access it. And is it as dark as it being made out to be, or is it something that allows you discretion? You say uh, some secret administrators already aren't feeling like, you know, there's some, I don't know, unknown aspects which could be suspect or dangerous. Um, yeah, so, so it's, <clears throat> it's a lot of, I just want to repeat, a lot of the facts are hazy about this, but it, it's more than just suspect, it's playing like evil. In terms of like the gaming industry, for years people have been saying video games make, make kids more violent, etc., etc., and there was no evidence of that. With this game, it, it's, a, um, it's like next level in terms of um, danger to young and impressionable people. Should I take you through the basics of, of how it works? Mm. Go ahead, please, please. Sure. So the blue whale, the name comes from the idea of blue whales are supposed to beach themselves on shore in order to die. And the game very much prompts uh, you to become a blue whale. So it, it's uh, you basically join, use the hashtag, you join a private community once you join that community, you are locked into it. You can't delete it off your device, certainly with your telephone. Um, but it's not something that's available on the App Store or on the iStore. It's obviously very private. It's in something called the dark web and the black web. 
Um, and then you're given a series of challenges. Now, the way it works is the way it starts off with just plain depressing. I won't go through all of them on the air in case uh, this information is brought into the wrong hands. Mm. But basically, it starts off with a, a basic challenges of things like listening to depressing music, waking up in the middle of the night, and then a series of things of waking, a series of things that happen of waking up at 4:20. Now. I learned, interestingly, there's some sort of biblical thing to 420. It's either like the hour of good and evil or something like that. But what actually happens is if you take a young teenager and make them wake up every day over 50 days at 420 in the morning, you start to break them and they start to become sleep deprived. Um, And that's, I think, one of the ways in which you can actually convince sad and depressed teenagers who are impressionable to actually take the final step. But after they start waking up at 4.20, they then do things like next challenges. They've got to you know, cut themselves and then carve things into their body. And it gets more and more progressive with something called suicidal ideation, which is forms of cutting. Uh, and then, of course, the, the, the final step, it's, 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 it's only given one type of suicide, which is jump off a bowling. Now, obviously, anybody from the age of 10 to 20, it's hard to say get hold of a gun or a knife or something and do But to jump off a bowling is relatively easy to do. The game is like, yeah, so that's the basics of the game and how it works. So do they use that? I mean, initially, do they draw you in by making you feel like you're some part of exclusive club? And, and how do they, you know, kind of decide who is qualifies for uh, being a, a trusted member of this exclusive circle? Absolutely, a very, very interesting question. So, as I said, a lot of it we don't know about the game, and this is just the, the international tech legal community don't know that much because it's so new. So it's based in Russia primarily. So all the evidence and things we have is based on that case study. Um, and it basically they use the hashtag. Um, so if you hashtag Blue Whale Challenge and Blue Whale, then it's, it's interactive. So in other words, every, to my understanding, Every participant within a community has a direct person who's giving them um, challenges. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you get a list, do these things 1 to 50. It's a series of talks and discussions like a Skype conversation where they'll say, okay, your first challenge is this. Uh, listen to sad music. Your second challenge is how do they make you feel? What's the background to your family, etc.? And they start to basically pull on people and and take the vulnerable people who come from tough family circumstances. Uh, they target people who are going through maybe like sexual identity issues and divorce issues, etc. And it's such a very personal thing. And each challenge uh, progresses. It happens very early in the morning, you know, it breaks the sleep pattern. And as I said, it's a, it's mm. a rolling thing. Russell, yep. just a final question. Talk to us, talk to parents, talk to uh, young children out there or teenagers who are listening about the dark, dark web and the, and the onion and nature of it. So, Because, it, it, as you say, it hides the identity of these people, these secret administrators. And obviously the dark web, it, ha- it does have a sinister uh, connotation to it. Sure. So the dark web, otherwise known as the black web, it's a generic term given to all forms of illegal activity on the Internet. There are ways of basically purchasing guns illegally, purchasing drugs illegally, meeting with drug dealers illegally, and then like things like child trafficking and child pornography, etc. And part of this black web is uh, the blue whale game. 
And you'll be pleased to know that in South Africa, we have very little um, penetration into the black web. Our crime is much more on the surface. Um, And the inventor of the game, um, he's a Russian, I think his name is Philip Brudakin. He's actually been apprehended by authorities. So there's a lot of viral news and a lot of fake news because obviously this is a very interesting phenomenon where people are saying, it's heading to Turkey and it's heading to England and now it's heading to South Africa. Mm. We're not sure how much it is and how much it isn't because they've nabbed the suspect and it's very much based in Russia. But if even one young person played the game and, God forbid, you know, committed suicide at the end of it, it would be an absolute tragedy. So there's a lot of value in people being aware of it. So I tell parents, if anyone can't do find out what your kids are doing online. Um, monitor them to a certain extent. If they are sad, talk to them. If you have any suspicious thing involving any whales, you can check their body. If they're playing the game on phase three or four, they'd have a mark. They'd have to cut themselves to play the game. So it's a good way of seeing uh, if your kid is actually playing the game. Um, And I think as a closing note, I would say the real issue about this is cybersecurity. This is extremely terrifying. It brings up issues of parts of the world, like Russia, where they're putting uh, online attacks on the United States through through, uh, various computer programs, and now this is coming out. Different countries have different levels of cyber security, and the big issue is not only how terrifying this is, the big issue is what's next. So people should talk about it, parents should engage with this and talk about it, and the more knowledge we have, the safer we'll be. Thank you so much for speaking to us, Russell. Russell Luck, a technology attorney at Swift Tech Law, and um, I think very important and destructive, instructive advice there. Any obsessive behavior by young children with regards to their phones or, um, you know, technological devices certainly is something that should draw any parent to pay attention. Perhaps you're a young person and you want to talk to us about why you're so easily influenced by some of these things. And if that's a correct way of putting it, that it's being easily influenced, or you're just merely curious, 891 The lines are open. We are just one phone call away. Call SAFM now on 891 So tell us what your thoughts